do, 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 do. Here we go. My name's Todd. This is Kathy. Welcome back to Zen Parenting Radio. This is podcast number 370. I don't know. Do we know? I actually just did write it out. I think it's 376. All right. I'm going to check real quick just because I have it written in. This is 376. I got it right. Nice. Trust your first instinct. That's right. My darling. Or choose C. Or choose C. Actually, I always choose B. Right. Yeah. And don't go away from the letter B. Right, I choose C. So um, this is a special podcast because it's a conversation with people we love and we have somebody whom we love. And her name is Jody Bondi Norgard, and she's the founder of Dream Big Toy Company and the creator of the award-winning GoGo Sports Girls line of dolls and books for girls encouraging healthy and active play over fashion and body image. Jody's a keynote entrepreneur, activist, consultant, and a leader in the movement pushing media and retail to do a better job portraying girls beyond stereotypes. She is a founding member of the Brave, Brave Girl Alignment, Alliance, a think tank of girl empowerment experts. What else do you know about my so, Jody? So it's more about why she was inspired to do this. So first of all, Jody and I met, I don't know, three weeks ago? Mm-hmm. And we talked about this and she was saying that her inspiration was in 2007 when she was shopping for a doll with her, her then nine-year-old daughter. How old is she now? 20. 20. Wow. Her then nine-year-old daughter. And they found a doll with, uh, it had belly-bearing clothing, high heels, makeup, and her name was Lovely Lola. Yikes. How's that message? Yikes. Right? So um, she obviously knows that um, it's important to emphasize what a girl's body can do versus what a girl's body looks like. So she created dolls, Todd. Sounds complicated. How does one go about making dolls? I didn't know. I had to figure it all out. It was like a puzzle. Yeah. Yeah, a big puzzle. Was it as hard as you thought it was going to be? Was it harder? Was it easier? Mm, it, it was exciting. Um, I liked the challenge. Yeah. Uh, it took two years from Rough Draft to the actual debut of the first doll. Wow. So it, it, it took some time, but I, I knew I could figure it out. And one of my inspirations was a, a friend of mine who is a pediatric surgeon. And every time I'd get like freaked out or a little nervous or what am I doing? This is hard. I always used to think of her like she literally saves lives all the time yes and if she can do that yeah. i can create it all she was like your north star like yeah, yeah exactly exactly so she always kept me going and i told her years later and she's like come on i'm like <laughs> yeah you did really well we all need that uh-huh. we do that all the time like whenever we're not feeling good or or we get frustrated or there's a roadblock we'll say that, you know we'll tell a story about somebody else like well they somehow got around this or they felt sick and they were still able to go up on stage or michael jordan was able to play in that that game what was that game that he played oh, in? Yeah, he had the, the flu. flu. Yeah, right. I remember that. I think it was game. I don't know what game that was, but that was a very emotional game for me. Why? Because I was so nervous. It was a big deal. It was the Bulls and their run. And they were playing a really good team. And somehow, you know, you could see in his eyes when he stepped on the court in the beginning of the first quarter, right. his eyes just looked shot. Oh, he was sick. Oh, and he, he was, was, and he looked horrible. horrible. Yes. And then at the end of the game, Pippen kind of corre- holds him and walks him off the court. It's so wonderful. Can you imagine? Yeah. So it's like, if I got a headache, yeah. Yeah. I can tape I can a show. Right. You know, so it's all relative. But like, how did you even know how you wanted this girl to look? Obviously you want it. And again, when I'm saying this, Jody does a lot more than just the dolls now. This is, mm-hmm. you know, grown and I want her to explain that. But just focusing on the doll, like how did you even know what you wanted her to look like? Well, I took a picture of my daughter when she was about one to one and a half probably. And then I started to just draw. 
And I remember I always had this big notebook in my car. I always took it with me. And then my youngest at the time was about two years old. And he would always, you know, inevitably your third kid, right, falls asleep in the car. Right. What do you do? You start working in the car, right? So I'm like working in the car. I'm drawing. So I would just draw. And then I'd measure, I started measuring my daughter and all her girlfriends mm-hmm. to make sure they were in correct proportion to little girls. And so then, you know, I just, you know, there's a lot of, you know, math that went into it yeah. uh, just to make sure the proportions were in correct proportion to a little girl. Uh, one quick question. Can you take your bracelet off? Because yeah. that might not be good. You know what? And as we, and I'll cut all this out. So I'll save my next question in a second. You know what? I've had that happen before. I it's a beautiful wore. bracelet. I know. My husband gave it to me. I love, um, I used to have one of those when I was little and it was so precious to me and I still have it, but I don't wear it because I'm always worried about losing it. Thank you. Oh. <laughs> I am. Isn't that crazy? It sits in a drawer. I have to say, you should wear it. I know. You should. So I know. we were talking about the doll. Um, how old is the girl doll supposed to be? Is she five? Is she 10? Is she 15? What's well, the deal? Oh, gosh, she's she's young. You know, so so it, it we market it to girls, uh, well, by law, three and up, but mm-hmm. it's mainly for five, six, seven, eight-year-olds. Got it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Awesome. And when you say by law, what do you mean? Oh, there are testing laws, ah. um, and you know my product tests for three plus. Got it. Mm-hmm. So, question: When you, because I'm envisioning you, like you know, with a notebook and you're drawing, and like you said, you had no idea where to start. Did this feel kind of going spiritual here, but kind of divine? Like this was like you know, because a lot of people would have this idea, but they'd be like, I don't know how to do it. So why, you know, did you keep going because people kept showing up, like to help you? Yeah, for like, two years is a long yeah, time. Yeah, that's a process. To, it's one thing to have a good idea; it's another thing to see it through to its conclusion. And two years is a long time to work on any idea, regardless of how inspirational you think you might be. So, what got you through there? Hmm, I knew I had a good idea. So I've always, I just did a, a, a talk um, to a group this weekend of 60 young girls and, and 60 mentors called Step Up. And I was telling them this. It's like, I, I, I've always known that girls were strong, smart, and adventurous. Hmm. And I never realized where these beliefs would take me. So for me, that thought is so simple. It's a no-brainer. And I think everybody should feel the same way, but they don't. Mm-hmm. So I, I just, I'm, I'm not one to argue about, you know, I'm right, you're right, you know, you're wrong, whatever. But for this, re- for some reason, this particular thought, I know I'm 100% right. Yeah, there's no, w- would you be willing to tell the story you told me about the tennis match and your dad? Do you remember that story? Oh, Will you Billie, tell that? With Billie Jean King yes. and Bi- Bobby Riggs? yes. Oh, right, right, right. When, when, I can't remember. I was young. Yeah. And I was really excited. I was really into tennis. Mm-hmm. And my dad, who I have to preface this, is a great guy. Yeah. So what was this, back in the 70s, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And he's a great guy. He's really into sports. And he, I remember him sitting down saying, oh, my gosh, Billie Jean King and Bobby Riggs are going to play. This is hilarious. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why is this hilarious, Dad? He's like, there is no way a woman is going to beat him. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, I don't know. They're playing. I guess let's see what happens. And sure enough, she wins. And his face is just, I mean, he, he just sat there. His mouth is open. And I just looked at him and I go, 
Yeah. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm going outside now, Dad. I love that part because you, you're like, I didn't even say anything. I was just like, all right. But I really do believe those things. You know, it, again, I we don't need to piece together how everything you know worked out perfectly. But it's just like that was. First of all, when he said this is hilarious, you were like, why is it even hilarious? And I I remember feeling that way too. Like I don't remember questioning that girls couldn't do things. Mm-hmm. Like when when those comment when those comments would come up or when that would be discussed in schools or the things would be limited, I didn't get it. Mm-hmm. And I think most girls feel that way until mm-hmm. a point when they hear it so much they start to believe it. Mm-hmm. But then also that, you know, you were just able to be like, Yep, she won. And walk out the door. Yep, yep. And he was stunned, and I was, like, skipping out the door, you know? <laughs> he was eating crows, what he was yeah, doing. Yeah, <laughs> he totally was on his chair. Yeah. So, you know, it's interesting. You, you have these situations in life, right? Mm-hmm. And you don't know which ones are going to play a major role in your future, in your career, in what you do in life until you look back. Exactly. And that was one of them, right? I mean, and 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 there were, you know, I look back and there were others. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the time, you just think it's a situation, right? You do. And at the time, you know, even when we were, what I was reading, like you're, what you say here in your bio is that, you know, you were inspired because of this one moment with your daughter where you saw this doll that was so inappropriate for girls mm-hmm. and that was almost sexual in nature just oh, by... totally sexual. Yes. Well, and that's a very good point too, because, you know, it made me realize that, you know, anytime you see a product sitting on the shelf... And the first thought that comes in your mind is, wow, that's sexy. That should be pulled off right. immediately. Right. Immediately. Why, why do we need to you know, market sex to girls at a young age? It's just, it's just wrong. Well, and Jody, because again, I, the, some of the discussions we have, you've obviously been the, behind the scenes with this and you're working with other CEOs. And this is kind of, it's not just your business as far as making dolls, but you're now like a, a figurehead in this world of gender equality. Mm-hmm. You know, you've been doing this, this work, but you were telling me about some of the meetings that you had getting this doll out into the world and that there were executives. I'm assuming most of them were men. I'm just going to make that assumption. Or maybe some of them were women. Some of them were women, too. And they were not. there were certain people who were not all about these dolls. They weren't on board. Why? Uh, because they weren't mainstream and they weren't fashion. And I heard over and over and over from What does Bi- mainstream mean? Mainstream means Barbie. Barbie's mainstream. A hard body doll is mainstream. Barbie is... So can you describe what the bo- what your doll looks like? Because I've sure. never seen it. You at have. All. You've, we've seen them. Okay. They're out in the stores. Well, remind me. Yes. So they're plush dolls. Okay. So they're 14 inches. They're soft bodies. Yeah. Um, they're just plush. They have... Uh, uh, yarn hair, and it's so it looks very. Um, so it's not the hard plastic Barbie no, that uh, we're accustomed uh, 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 to. Okay. So my daughter Grace helped me design the the dolls. So she was a good consultant at the age of nine mm. and the t- and ten. And I'd get samples back from China, and you know she'd say, "Mom, you know there's Velcro here," and you know I couldn't sleep with that. A, a young girl couldn't sleep with that because that would it would be uncomfortable, and girls are going to want to sleep with this, Mom. I'm like, oh, good point. Okay, yes. I would never have thought of that. But so it, yeah, so they're soft body. They're all dressed in you know appropriate athletic clothes. They look like little girls. They have embroidered faces. Mm-hmm. Um, they're they're cute. I mean, the dolls have won all the top awards in the toy industry. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Okay. Oh yeah, she's there. That's the thing is like I want to like dive into what your yes what your company became or um, you know kind of where it started, but also want to get into what it became because the dolls were the beginning. 
mm-hmm. and then came books. Mm-hmm. And I actually, after we met, I went on Amazon because we were talking about the um, the gymnastics girl. Oh, right. Yeah, like uh-huh. that. That book is still like one of the best selling books oh, I, I, on Amazon. Yes, I know. How yes. great is that? What's what is the book called again? Uh, it, it's. Um, Gymnastics Girl Maya Story Becoming Maya Brave. Story. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so it's totally there. Like I was and so it was started with dolls and it became books and and give us like, you know, the full picture of what the company is and what it became. Okay, so it started with nine dolls yeah. and then we we started I started creating more. So mm-hmm. we I had 13. Um, in 2013, I had an opportunity to pitch to Walmart, and we had one book at the time. I should tell you the story about the author. Please do, I yeah. I don't know if I told you this, but she is um, from Minnesota, Minneapolis. Her name is Kara Douglas-Tom. She called me out of the blue, and I have to say, a lot of times I, I, I don't answer my business phone if I don't know what the number is. I let it go to voicemail. Mm -hmm. And so, but I picked this one up and she said, hi, my name is Kara. You don't know me. And she's like, I have three little girls. I love what you're doing. She said, can I write books for you? And I said, wow, I love that idea. I think that's great. I said, but there's one problem. And she said, what? And I said, I can't pay you. Mm. And she said, oh, that's okay. I just want to be a part of the project. Mm. Wow. Literally, she wrote the most wonderful book for soccer girl Cassie that was our first story and I had that book the story I didn't have the book but I had that story when I had the opportunity in 2013 to pitch to Walmart oh wow and then at that time I had five minutes and I pitched to two women and one man and after five minutes they said this is a winner we'll take it Mm -hmm. so they said but you have to write five more books and package them with the dolls and we ended up calling it read and play but I called Kara right from, yeah, I was at Toy Fair in New York. I called her and she still has a message. I'm like, oh my gosh, you, I'm like, you, we have to start writing more books. We're in. Yes. I'm like, Walmart How many times did you get rejected before Walmart found you or you found Walmart? 500. Oh my gosh. Talk I, about persistence. That's, right? that's an, a hugely important part of the story Yeah, mm-hmm. because that's the thing that I love about what Jody is saying is, and she said it a number of times, is she knew it was true, meaning that this was necessary, that this, that the dolls were portraying girls as they really are, that this was a thing, you know, place in the market that there, there was nothing like this. Nothing. Yes. Did and- you have to adjust? Um, I'm reading a Jack Canfield book and he's the chicken soup for the soul series guy. And he got rejected like hundreds of times and he kept on pitching the exact same thing over and over until finally he found the right publishing company or whatever. And when I heard that story, I'm like, but when they're rejecting you, sometimes like you have to like change your message a little bit or how you present it or whatever. But it sounded like he did the exact same thing over and over and over again. My question to you is, did you do the exact same thing over and over or did you like learn a little bit as you continue to get quote unquote rejected from whoever you're pitching to? Do you know what I mean? Well, yeah, I do. And I mean, it, 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 it was the same, but maybe the way I went about it was a little bit okay. different. But I was very persistent yeah. and I still had the same message and I still had the same product. And I knew there one thing that kept me going was all the media attention I received from mm. the Today. I was on the Today Show. So I mean, before you were got accepted to any company at all, you were already in the media. Yes. I was in the okay. media like crazy, like Forbes, Upworthy, New York Times, Chicago Tribune. I was. I became part of Gretchen Carlson's female power panel on Fox. I mean, it was just, it, it, it was unbelievable, the mm. Parenting Magazine, Parent Magazine. But 
so I knew I had like a, a, a hit a nerve, yeah. right, with our culture. I knew there was a vibe out there. And I knew that there were people out there that also believed that girls were strong, smart, and, adventure, and, and adventurous and could do more than, you know, be a princess and wear a pink dress and a tiara, right? Exactly. So I knew I had, like, I knew it was out there. It was just the buyers were my gatekeepers. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. And I knew I could find some buyer that was willing to take the chance on me. And it was, you know, ironically, you know, throughout the like the toy industry, you know, people will say, oh, you never want to work with Walmart. Right. You never want to work with Walmart. Walmart's scary. And when I had the opportunity to pitch to them, I'm like, well, none of these, all these people who are telling me Walmart's scary, they're not picking up my product. Yeah. Right. So why not give Walmart a shot? Mm-hmm. And you know what? They were amazing to work well, with. And that, and I'm having a hard time getting my arms around that because Walmart is the biggest business, one of the biggest businesses in the world. So you're pitching to like whoever Hasbro or whoever the other companies are, and yet this behemoth of a company is the one that says yes. Like, what is your response when you hear that? you know, the Sam Walton and his family say yes. Like, it's just crazy. Well, the buyers, of course, I was screaming and I was hugging all of them saying, this is unbelievable. But the amount of support behind the scenes and in Bentonville at their, at their headquarters was so wonderful. I became part of their Women's Economic Empowerment Initiative. They've put billions and billions of dollars into this to help women, not only in the States, but into third world countries on mm, uh, teaching them how to survive and how to create a business and how to run a business. Mm. So, I mean, they're doing such great things. And I I just got a ton wow. of support. She's always. I know. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. I thought so too because I think sometimes Walmart gets and and again there there no company is perfect, right. including Walmart. That's what I was going to say. Is it doesn't for those of you who feel like there's no they sell guns or right, whatever it right. is right and th- and those things are still true. Yeah. It's just can we see all sorts of different sides, right? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. how this may be something we're still working on, but they are, they do have an initiative to help women, yeah. which, mm-hmm. so it's like, it, it's again, that paradox or it's that not well, everything is all had, good. All yeah. Bad. We're always trying to do the black and the white when there's a lot of gray percent of the time it's gray. It's somewhere in between. So then it's in Walmart and then it, it takes off and does the, the media continues too, right, Jody? I mean, you're oh, yeah. speaking and, yeah. you know, and then I start speaking, um, at some Walmart and women in toy meetings at toy fair and at different, um, there's some in Dallas or some in New York. I went down to Bentonville a few times. So, yeah. So tell us about the white house experience because last year is in 2016, right? Mm-hmm. Actually a, a year ago this month. Yeah, correct. Yeah, right. Yeah, just, um, yeah. it, they, the White House, the White House, um, it, was, it was Michelle Obama's team, right? Mm-hmm. Or was they invited you? Mm-hmm. To, as part of a uh, conference on gender equality and mm-hmm. how we were going to work towards that uh, in media and toys, and believing that, you know, it affects our children, not just girls, but girls and boys at a very young age of what they see in their products as well as in their media and there was you know a lot of things that need to change and we need to work towards and how did that discussion go like because i know you were among a lot of people that we really love rosalind wiseman was there with you mm -hmm. um who were some other people who were asked to be there with you well let's see um there were the, the first person i met 
Well, I was very excited to go. I obviously. bet. I and, bet. The, and the author of the Go Go Sports Girl Boss, Kara, was um, also included. Um, so we get there, and the first person we meet, and, and you know, I shook her hand, and I said, "Oh gosh, you know, it's it's small now. It's 150 people. They only invited 150 wow. people. What an honor! It was such an honor. And so by the time we got through security, which was like. Outside security, inside security, inside security again. I mean, it took a good hour before we were able to get in. Yes. And um, so the first person I met, I, I shook her hand and she was like, she was, I said, I'm just so excited to see and meet all these people here. You know, we all have such a common bond. What do you do? And she said, oh, I'm the head of Lucasfilms. I'm like, oh. Oh, my God. I'm like, Star Wars? And yeah. she said, yeah. I'm like, wow. 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 Wow, yeah. wow, wow. So it was, you know. Starstruck. There, yes, yeah. So there were, uh, you know, there was Lucasfilms there, people from Hasbro, Target. Uh, then there were small companies like me. There were a lot of educators. There were a lot of doctors, professors, people who did lots of research. Mm. Um, so we had a good group of um uh, amazing people. Mm. And the common theme was obviously gender equality in the media, in toys, in the things that we're marketing to children. Mm-hmm. Would that would that be the best way to mm-hmm. say it? Mm-hmm. And what when you left there, and again, the administration has changed, so my question to you is, is that still happening within the White House? Well, the entire Obama administration, you know, for that department, and I'm sure, you know, all the departments are out. So, okay. Um... Sorry for the interruption, folks, but here's some more ways to get more of Zen Parenting. Number one, you can join us for what's called Zen Talks. It's a subscription that offers three video podcasts a month. Join us live and we'll answer some questions. And if you can't join us, we'll email you the video recording. It's like three extra podcasts a month. Go to zenparentingradio.com and click events to subscribe. Number two, I coach guys. It's my business called Coaching for Guys. Helping you get from point A, where you are, to point B, where you want to go. We'll come up with a roadmap to get there together. We can meet face-to-face through a phone call or skype first sessions free go to toddadamscoaching.com for more information number three kathy offers individual sessions for women in chicagoland she focuses on women's self-awareness marriage and parenting and she also works with therapists and coaches who want support or supervision with their existing practice number four march 2nd and 3rd of 2018 it's our zen parenting conference we'll be announcing speakers and opening up early bird ticket sales this summer. Zen Parenting Conference is always great, but this year it will be spectacular. We have fantastic speakers, and we once again will be bringing together parents, teachers, authors, bloggers, and teens. It's a great way to network and find your tribe. If you're interested in sponsoring our 2018 event, email me at todd at zenparentingradio.com. Number five, if you are a fan of Zen Parenting Radio, you need to get Kathy's award-winning book, Living What You Want Your Kids to Learn, The Power of Self-Aware Parenting. You can find her book on our website, zenparentingradio.com, or on Amazon. And number six, if you're looking for a keynote speaker or presenter, Kathy and I do speaking engagements all over the Chicagoland area. We'll focus on self-awareness, mindfulness, compassion, marriage, parenting, and how to live a more conscious life. Go to ZenParentingRadio.com to see all of our upcoming events, and thanks so much for listening. If you love the show, share it with a friend, like our Facebook or Instagram, or write a review on iTunes. We appreciate you, and we are thankful for your support. And now, on with the show. Obama administration, you know, for that department, and I'm sure, you know, all the departments are out. So, okay. um, yeah, I'm, I'm, 
I'll leave it at that. Okay. Probably not happening. When, <laughs> but in that discussion with everybody that you were with, um, what, you know, give us some things that are working, that are helping, like change that has occurred or some things that they were, that was the real focus. Like, what did you pick up from that, you know, with everybody there? Like, what, was there any positives? Like, where mm-hmm. you're like, oh, this is changing things. Not just the group who had come together, but, you know, what, what they were thinking about what was going to happen in 2017, 2018. Like, mm-hmm. what'd you pick up from that? Well, Netflix is very committed to um, provide children with uh, a positive imaged media. So, and, and I, and I met many of the people from Netflix. They're amazing. Um, and they are going to do this. Uh, right. Some of the larger companies, uh, Mattel, Disney, are committed as well to providing healthier images for our kids. You know, what we have seen in our culture uh, over the last couple generations or uh, decades, I should say, is that the products that are marketed to girls are generally associated with appearance and attractiveness. Yes. And then the products associated to boys tend to be violent and, and, and aggressive. And so how do we teach our boys to be nurturing yeah like i look at my boys they're not violent and aggressive and with my daughter i don't want her to you know just focus on her appearance that's just not right so and we're seeing this in the obama administration they had found that um we need to go more like a little bit encourage our kids boys to be more nurturing because the nursing profession is growing yeah so we need more men in that field as well as teaching and then the the field of stem these technology fields you know are, there's so many that are coming up rapidly and that is a area that is needs more men and women yes. so we want to encourage our girls to go into that you know basically there's that balance of 50-50, right? If we, we were to see the world equally through the eyes of men and women, there'd be greater balance. So we're, you know, they were looking at it that way. And that's the thing is when, we, you know, we're sitting here talking about toys and media and we're like, well, wait, what about education? It's all combined. Mm-hmm. You know, the more that that's out in the media, the more, because I thought, did you see Moana? Um, the movie yet. Moana? It, it, and again, they had been starting this for a while. It's not the only movie that Disney has done that is, you know, demonstrated an empowered woman or Bra- empowered young girl. Brave. Brave. And, and, and like, how do I say this? Because obviously she was beautiful, but it was, I remember reading that they chose her body proportions based on reality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It wasn't that good. like slender, because even Frozen was still. Yeah. They're like string arms. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Which again, and someone will say, well, that's a cartoon, but see all of that infiltrates our brain. We mm-hmm. don't, you know, recognize, or at least we don't acknowledge how all of this impacts us. Well, you know? a few things. One is I remember Pastor Cross, we used to go to church here in town and when Whenever he would greet my daughters, he would always say, wow, I bet you're really smart. Mm-hmm. And because as a society, what do we say when we see a so cute, cute little girl and a cute little five-year-old in a white dress? You're so pretty. You're so Aren't pretty. You you're so, so pretty. beautiful. So I say this out loud to our listeners saying, you know, without even consciously knowing to per- to continue to perpetuate that stereotype, we kind of do without thinking it. Not all of us, but most of us do. So for the parents that are out there, I just love Pastor Cross's message, which was he'd always tell them how smart they were. My guess is they probably didn't hear that very often. Well, and the key to that was, is he really believed that? Just like, Mm -hmm. Jody, you're saying you knew kids, you know, girls were adventurous and brave and all. You know that 
so when you say that to a girl, it doesn't come off as being, I'm going to say something different to mm-hmm. you. It doesn't come off as being false. It comes off as a true belief system. Well, we got challenged a few times by people because like, well, how does he know they're smart? And right. my response is- <laughs> Oh, really? Every, my, there's so many different, you know, they may not be the best at math or English or writing or whatever, but everybody is smart. Everybody's a genius. I, now they, there's a lot of good test takers and there's a lot of not good test takers. And I'm one of those not good test takers, but there's so many different types of intelligence, you know, physical, artistic, book smarts, right. reading. Right. So when I got challenged by that, I know, I remember who I was referring, who I, who challenged us on that kind yeah. of drove me nuts. And then the other thing is, um, <laughs> I work in an industry called precast concrete, and it's dominated by a lot of engineers. And as you would imagine, it is mostly men. And the only thing I can say is that if there are female engineers coming up through the ranks, they can write their own ticket. They have so many possibilities and probably the same goes for teachers and nurses and things like that. But For boys. For 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 boys on the other side. Mm -hmm. But it is just crazy how... how needed their engineers are so desperately needed in the society that we live in right now. And we're not getting them. How, Jody, how do you think STEM is doing? Do you think it's growing? Do you think that, and actually you, you gave me information. She told me, Todd, that it's not just STEM anymore. It's steam. There's an A in there now too. I didn't know that. What's and the A, the a and Jody, tell them what the A stands for. Art. Oh, wonderful. Isn't that great? It's interesting though, but it's the other side of the brain, isn't it? Science, technology, but engineering, math. But doesn't an engineer math. have to be creative? No. Sometimes. Sometimes. So, sometimes, but in, I, I, I'm not a, no. an expert on engineering. <laughs> but when a building gets built, the architect makes it, and then the engineer makes sure that it's not going to fall down. Well, just be, STEM doesn't necessarily mean an engineer either, right? Correct. Right. True. I mean, Science. It could be an architect. Mm-hmm. It, right. it could be, you know, like for, for me, when I speak to young kids, we talk about STEAM and how it can look like outside of the classroom, yeah. what it looks like outside of the classroom. And, you know, you know my product, it was a, a design that required measurements and math. It didn't require science, but it required that art. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I believe that it, doesn't have to always incorporate everything, but right. it's like what, you know, maybe a, a young person enjoys the math. It's just encouraging them to keep going yeah. and not to give up when it's hard, mm. Right. which I think I did. And I know a lot of my friends did it at, say, in um, high school because it just got too hard. So we just said, okay, we're done. Instead mm. of saying, you know, keep going, you're good at it. Right. It's okay to get a C on this test. Don't worry about it. Amen. Well, and that's what's interesting is one of our daughters enjoys math, I think, mm-hmm. but the other two don't. And they... Well, that's not true. Our third grader is fine with it. And and our, you know, they none of them hate math. It's just for one of them, it comes hear, a lot easier. And, and maybe not from our daughters. I just hear so much and it may be untrue, but... I just hear so much, girls hate math, girls hate math. Mm-hmm. But and that's what you, that's the societal belief system. So the that's question what, is, is there truth to it or is there no truth to it? And I don't know. I'm, I'm asking, I'm not trying to voice an opinion. I'm asking a question like, is there something there or is there not anything there? Mm. Well, I, I don't know the, like the scientific answer, but I would just have to believe that equally girls like, science just like boys mm-hmm. or math you know mm-hmm. the same thing i i don't understand why 
it would be any different. And that's how I feel too, is that I think that the reason we see the it drop off or the statistic change where there's mo- more boys is more of a societal intervention. Right. Maybe not a completely conscious yeah. societal mm-hmm. intervention, but it's just, you're not directed that way. There's right. not, you know, and that's why, you know, girls can code and, um, yeah. you know, and, and STEM and, and what's happening is to not say, oh, let's just focus on girls, but let's incorporate everybody mm-hmm. into this. Mm-hmm. And make this normalized for everybody because I really don't think and again there may be some people who disagree who do research on this but you know I really liked math until about eighth grade mm-hmm. and that's kind of what happened to me too is once it got hard I thought when you're getting the message but didn't that, everything get more challenging but that's my point so did English but I kept going with that right so why math because at that I think and again I really don't know Todd I can't say well this is why because I think I'd be false and in, in but I think that there was a lot of messages being given to girls right. if it be by noticing who was already ahead of you sure. in the upper level math classes mm-hmm. and they tended to be all boys or what job am I going to do here and then you'd look at all the math professors and they were men it's very again it's a see it to be it kind of thing mm-hmm. don't you think Jody? Mm-hmm. and you wonder too in society if if with math and science at that young age if you know at teachers at one point because I know this happened to me is that they in encourage the boys, hey, you can do this. Mm. To me, when I asked a question, I literally had a teacher twice, once in math and once in, in science in junior high, tell me, oh, you're blonde. Oh, That's why you asked that question. Yes. And that's a teacher. A teacher, basically calling me a dumb blonde. Yeah. Right? So when you're, you know, those are the, the things that you hear so you know, I, I, I stepped away. Yeah. Right. So it shut me up mm. it, it, at that time. You know, any kid is very, you know, uh, you know, they're like a sponge. Right. And so when you start hearing this negativity, then you start to shut down. That's right. right? That's and right. back away. And then, OK, I'll do something else. Yeah. And so that's, yeah. that's what I, I mean. That's my experience. Mm-hmm. Um, sad, right? Like, totally why, sad. why would a teacher say that to the laughter of my classmates? Right, because that's the other thing is not only was it said, but it was reinforced because everyone laughed Laugh, like how yeah. silly, you know, how, that girl. That Because, Todd, wouldn't you say that those things were pushed for you rather than English or the arts? Probably. Or a yeah. caregiving oh, profession? Yeah. I, and I think, you know, to your point, I think teachers play a significant role. Parents play e- an even more significant role, which yes. is why we do this podcast. So it's just to normalize that boys can be nurses and girls can be scientists. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what we're trying to do here. Well, and there's these small steps. Like, do you remember um, last year, Jody, or the year before when Target decided to neutralize their aisles and mm-hmm. stop having a girl aisle and a boy aisle? And what was interesting to me was there was a ton of pushback about it. Mm-hmm. And what do you? What is that? Like you I know, have a, I have a guess. Well, let, let's, let's let Jody let's answer. Oh, okay, answer. You, you, you sure you want to go? I just have a guess. I don't okay, know if go it's ahead. because there's less money to be made. There's somehow they figured out that there's more money to be made if there's two different separate. You are aisles. so right about that. This the, I can't remember what uh, I think it was in the eighties. It's it happened, and uh, to the to the marketers' credit, I don't think they they meant it, you know anything bad by this, but they said. Okay, if a parent has a boy and they have a girl and we put a product in the boy aisle, we put a product similar in the girl aisle, they'll buy two, Mm -hmm. right? 
instead oh. of one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right? So that's how it happened. And so then, but then it, 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 it escalated. And I'm yeah. sure they had no idea how it would escalate. And sure. then, the, you know, our, you know, the gender discrepancy became, I mean, it's, it's at the highest it has been in 50 years. Yes. Uh, it, according to research. Um, so there were consequences that they didn't know would occur, like, mm-hmm. and how right. that traveled. I saw this hilarious video the other day of this little girl at like, I don't know if it was Target or some kind of store similar, it may not have been Target, but she was looking at the shirts mm-hmm. and, you know, the shirt, the shirts for boys said, I'm brave or something to the effect of I'm adventurous, you know, using your word. And then the girl's shirts, the girl's shirt said, Hey, with an exclamation point. And that was it. And she kept going back and forth going, what does hey with an exclamation point mean? Mm-hmm. And why can't I wear the brave shirt? Yeah. Right. You know, and of course the brave shirt is in a dark green and it's cut like a boy. You know, it's like yeah, more, yeah, it's yeah. cut. And it was just, and again, there's a million little YouTube videos like that of kids like recognizing it, you know, without their parents' intervention saying, why can't I wear this? Mm-hmm. And so it, that's the thing is these these gender-focused aisles, then it becomes obviously about our clothes, that's going to happen just because girls and boys tend to wear different things and have different needs, but really not always, right? you no. know, mm-hmm. like camping gear, mm-hmm. you know, like I feel like camping gear would definitely be targeted to boys, but there's a lot of girls who camp. Yeah. You know, it's not so, you, sweetie. Well, I will. I just like to have a sink <laughs> to wash my face. You got sinks. You just got to walk a little bit down the path. I know. But it's, I love nature. It's mm-hmm. not about like, ooh, I can't be outside. It's not that kind of thing. Right. It's just, you know, but anyway, <laughs> enough about me. I digress. Um, so um, I have a question for you, Jody. Mm-hmm. So now explain to us what happened with your company, with, with Go Go Girls. Like, where is it now and what are you doing? Like, give us your story. Okay. So with the Walmart, uh, situation that kind of got the ball rolling. So then I was invited to the white house in 2016, like we discussed. And then in October of 2016, I sold the business to a company called Jazzwares in Miami. Uh, they are a cutting edge established toy company who will take the brand to the next level. Right. So we're launching in October of 2017, uh, the brand, a redesigned brand, adding new products in Hong Kong worldwide. So, oh, it's well, so exciting. I know, I know, inspiring girls throughout the world. I'm, mm. oh my gosh, I'm so excited. I'm like, can't, I, I, I literally am too anxious sometimes. I mm. need to back off. I, it's but, like, I call it excitement joy. Yeah. Like where it's like, you're so, so excited that it, it feels like anxiety, but it's like joy running mm-hmm, through your body. Mm-hmm. Right, right. So we're going to have plush dolls. Um, we'll add, you know, we'll have the books, we'll have, we're adding other things. We're going to add hard body dolls, but they won't be like Barbie dolls. They'll be, you know, proportioned again to a little girl. Um, animation is coming out. So that's exciting. I think that'll be, you know, good programming for girls. So yeah. So it's going to be like on TV or something? Well, hopefully Ah! we're we're talking to some, you know, big companies. So I still have a hand in the business. I still consult and I have a a small percentage. So, and um, then you are doing uh, speaking engagements too, right? So Uh for any organizations or for, um, you know, schools or, you know, what are some places that you, you know, you could speak like people who are listening, where could they invite you to be? Oh, I have done schools. I have done, I have some for some uh, universities coming mm. up, um, associations. Um, I have one for um, 
Justice Clothing coming up. Uh, So big companies. I just did one for Step Up, um, a great organization here in Chicago. Um, Yeah. So, I mean, it it is, you know, definitely they're they're coming in. But I think it's just because I have such a a good message. And, you know, I started it because I was a mom seeing a need Mm. and. You know, I just, I wanted to create change instead of complaining about it. Mm. Yes. Be a part of the solution. Yeah. So where can everybody find you? Oh, oh, find mm-hmm. me personally. The website. Yeah. yeah. It's JodyBondyNorgard.com. Okay. We'll put it in the show notes, but it's okay. JodyBondyNorgard.com. But yes. we'll put it in the show right. notes as well. And if you Google Go Go Sports Girls, yes. you'll find, because Jody's, on, you're on that page too. Yes. Go Go Sports Girls. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Todd, did you have anything else? No, just is there anything else that we didn't give you an opportunity to say? Anything about your message? Anything about audience, listeners, any anything? No, I mean, I think we, we covered a lot here, um, you know, and just want to, uh, you know, you know, we have to, you know, keep our girls going. I know. You know. Sometimes I see it, you know, that it's a little bit more difficult sometimes for young girls. So it is. we need to, you know, let them rise to their full potential. And I'm positive they'll do amazing things. Me too. Yeah. That's why I love Jody. Yes. <laughs> no, I love what you're doing. I love Thank what you've you. done. I love what you're doing. I love your message. I'm so thankful that you're doing it. And I love your story because maybe it'll inspire some people who are listening to take on whatever it is, the thing they know that's needed. Mm-hmm. You know, if it be books, if it be toys, if it be, uh, you know, a website, if it be a podcast, whatever. Any of the above. But if you, if you don't have the initiative to do that, don't buy the junk <laughs> that has been out there. You, you are so right about right? that. We discussed that at the White House. It's it, as, as parents, as consumers, we have more power than yes. we realize. Yes. So if you see a product out there that you don't want in your home, don't buy it. Yeah. Don't buy it. If it's not healthy for your child, don't buy it. That's so true. It sends a huge message. It does. And even and and something that we discuss on this show a lot is if you have a daughter who is interested in that doll or interested in a shirt that's half shirt or a shirt that says just hey with an exclamation point, <laughs> having instead of shaming them about liking it because they're getting the message they should like it, having the conversation of tell me what you like about it. How does it mm-hmm. make you feel? Like really help them open up to thinking, is this you? Mm-hmm. You know, because I think a lot of times we just decide, no, you can't have it. And why would you ever want yeah, that? And the girl feels bad about it. You know, then there's that, that shame filled message rather than this is an opportunity to have a conversation. Mm-hmm. What is it about this doll? Right. Okay. So that's a good point. Yes. If we have a second. Yes, I, please. Right. Okay. So, um, it was, Similar story, but it's like on a, on a, it went on a national level. But it was when um, the Alab- there was some sorority in Al- at Alabama that did a video. I remember, right, mm-hmm. right. So and then they, they it and it was very sexy, mm-hmm. but it looked like a uh, video that the girls had probably had grown up with their entire music video, right? And we. They were shamed yep. in the media. All over social media. It was mm-hmm. horrible. Even national. I mean, like on, I remember seeing it on, you know, national shows. These girls were being shamed. Like, what is going on? These young girls. I, my my thought was, oh my gosh, we are slapping the wrong hands. I know. We need to start slapping the big hands and saying, this is what these girls have grown up seeing mm-hmm. their entire life. So now we're telling them, 
oh, shame on you yes. for acting like that. Yes. But their entire life with music videos, with products, with their, their media. Billboards, this, doesn't magazine covers. Yes, everything. I mean, even if you walk through the airport, these are the, I mean, even if you, even if you don't think stereotypes affect you, if you do not believe, say you say, I don't believe in stereotypes, they still affect you. It That's infiltrates right. our brain. Yes. Well, and I love what you said. We're slapping the wrong hand because you're right. These girls are real. They're demonstrating or showing up the way that they've been told to show up. And they're young. They're like right. 18, 19, 20. Right, they're in right. college and they're showing up and they're saying, this is what gets us attention. And then everyone revolts and says, how dare you, you know, be the, the representation of girls. And they're like, well, wait, isn't that it's such a mixed message. Right. And that's to your point when a parent sees a shirt Right. Like that says, hey, instead of saying, no, you can't have that. That's a very good point. It's like, oh, my gosh, she's probably seen this over and over in media. So let's let's talk about it. Why, you know, maybe we shouldn't buy this shirt. You know, let's think of what your mind and body can do versus, hey, look at me. It's It's opening up the issue. Right. Exactly. Like opening that door, like the thing, you know, and they continue thinking about it because one thing that. I've been very open with about my girls or with my girls is, you know, magazine covers, you, you know, and I've showed them videos of how people are, you know, altered with the computer mm-hmm. and that they're, you know, photoshopped. And I've been telling them that since they were little, not in a, you know, oh, these are awful people, but, you know, these girls are are lovely as they are, but then they take them and they change them. And so what you're seeing is not really real. Mm-hmm. And so then I'm like, and then girls think they're supposed to look like this, but there's no way they can because this is not a real human being. This is a Photoshop version. Mm-hmm. And so in no way am I saying girls are bad or all, but it's a know the truth mm-hmm. about the situation. Then you can make a decision based on that truth. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So off the top of your head, so your website, um, we said the one, but is gogosportsgirls.com also a website if they want to buy the doll? Or yeah, or do- I, I don't think they're on the website right now. I okay. think the Jazzwares removed So them. they can buy the, di- di- the doll through your website? Uh, no, Amazon. Oh, they can go to you. Amazon. Go to yeah, Amazon yeah. and put into what in the search bar? Go-go sports? Go-go sports girls. It'll, okay. it'll, it should show up. So in addition to that, uh, just off the top of our heads, because what I like to do on this podcast is provide resources. So you're talking about these short YouTube clips or whatever, but let's talk about some of the documentaries. Not like Let's not talk about them because it would take another hour, but what, let's list some of the documentaries that have been so powerful that we have shown Sweetheart. Uh, well, Misrepresentation. Okay. Mm-hmm. Jody, you've obviously mm-hmm. seen And is that, that on Netflix? I um, wonder. It was. Okay. Misrepresentation. Uh, the Mask You Live In for, right. boys, cause for the boys. It does affect how they view mm-hmm. girls. Right. So it, it um, Finding Kind. Finding Kind. Um, what's the first one we did in Lombard? Oh, the Empowerment Project. Empowerment Have Project. you seen that one, Jody? The mm-hmm. Empowerment Project. Mm-hmm. You would like it. It just came out a year or so ago. Um, it may be on Netflix now, but it it really is exactly the story you're telling, which is you know what girls, you know what the choices that they make and how when there is somebody supporting them or when they have the ability, they choose paths that you wouldn't expect. Mm-hmm. You know that they kind of it, it's wonderful. Mm-hmm. They you know follow these girls for a long period of time. Um, what else? No, no, those are the big ones. What are do you have any? other recommendations no um like there was one oh, that just came out and i just can't remember the name but i can find it yeah and, and um send it to you would love that and we can mm-hmm. put it in our mm-hmm. notes mm-hmm. and you know and that's the thing is this that there are things out there and we just you know just like having jody on the show and like introducing that there's toys being created like you know 
Googling, you know, gender equality, girl empowerment, and, yeah. you know, finding what we're looking for. Right. Because it's available. It's there. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So I want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart thank for joining you. us. Yeah. Thanks for doing what you do, Jody. Oh, thank we you appreciate for you. Me. You bet. All right, everybody. Have a good one. Take care. Be good. Keep trucking. Adios. Hi, everyone. Thanks for listening. We appreciate you, and we hope you'll join us again next time. If you are a fan of Zen Parenting Radio, consider leaving us a review on iTunes. This helps people find us. Or you can also just tell a friend about our show. Todd and I do speaking engagements about Zen parenting and self-awareness, so if you have an interested group or organization, contact us at kathy at zenparentingradio.com. That's Kathy with a C. Hey, next year's Zen Parenting Conference is March 2nd and 3rd, 2018. If you want to know more about this or any of our upcoming events, go to zenparentingradio.com and click events. If you want to know more about self-awareness or conscious parenting, pick up one of Kathy's award-winning books at zenparentingradio.com or on Amazon. If you're a guy, I have two resources for you. I coach guys. It's called Coaching for Guys. On the phone, Skype, or in person, we set goals together and come up with a plan to meet those goals, whether it's a relationship, parenting, career, time management, work-life balance, all that good stuff. Go to toddadamscoaching.com, and uh, I also have uh, the first session is free, so it's really no risk. Or if you're looking for a group of men to have authentic conversations with, check out thetribemensgroup.com. If you ever shop via Amazon, you can help us out by first going through the Amazon link on our homepage. It won't cost you anything, but we get a small commission from Amazon. I want to give a special thanks to both of our partners, Tree of Life Chiropractic Care and Avid Painting and Remodeling. Thanks for your love and support and keep on trucking.